0: It just feels like every time I win, I still lose.
1: My mother used to say the universe
0: doesn't give without taking.
1: I'm going to give you the thing you want most, Barry. But it won't matter, because you'll
0: never truly be happy. Trust me, I know you, and I'm always right. I still win. I'm not coming back, Cisco. I can't. like I made a mistake. I should have saved my mom. Right now, Central City doesn't need you to be Henry Allen's son. It needs you to be The Flash. Central City believes in The Flash. And so do I.
2: Who the hell are you? My name is Jay Garrick. And your world is in danger.
0: We were never enemies. Barry, I'm not the thing you hate.
1: Run, Barry. Run. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk.
0: Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, spoilers, speculation, and more for the hit CW series, The Flash. We've been gone for a little while because, of course, there hasn't been a Flash TV show running to talk about. But, man, we have got so much buildup in terms of news, rumors, and more coming out of San Diego, especially uh, in the last several days. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Bo. With me, as always, Mr. Matthew Bell. Howdy. Bell, how you doing tonight, man?
1: Oh, not too shabby, my friend. Uh, just made some dinner, and I'm I'm excited to talk some flash. It's been a it's been
0: a while. It has been a minute, sir. And I, I probably should uh, make mention of the fact that, uh, in case you might have noticed, my voice sounds a little a little rough because I'm uh, I've been under the weather. Captain Cold on his way to the past slash future slash Legends of Tomorrow, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> he hit me with the cold gun, and so I've been. Uh, adjusting ever since. But um, one way or the other, man, I've been down in the tea, getting the lemons ready and all that good stuff because I have been looking forward to this show just with everything we have to cover.
1: Excellent. Well, hey,
0: man, let's get right into it. I think that's a good idea. News flash. Breaking news. Kind of. It happened earlier today as we record this show live. Uh, Michael Ironside has been cast as Captain Cold's father
1: interesting i saw this earlier today and i and i, I was excited about that because i like michael ironside so so the the little blurb what did it say that he was his uh like abusive Manipulative father or something like that. Well, or?
0: You know, the funny thing is, I when I when I thought about the fact that uh, we have not met j- one, but actually two of his children, uh, that that quote from Community came into mind, where it's like, "Sir, you have raised a terrible human being." <laughs> 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 Clearly, he was not doing anything correct, so it's it's not surprising to learn that this might be an a, an abusive father and maybe not the best kind of uh, household that would produce uh, these two super criminals. Wentworth Miller, I mean, aside from the fact that he plays cold, so bar- to borrow the pun, uh, cold, I mean, you, you get the sense that perhaps he does have some weight behind him. And I, I dig the idea of digging into perhaps the past of uh, of the Snart uh, siblings. Top of that, I'm really excited about this casting because, I mean, Ironside is he's awesome, man.
1: Oh, yeah, he's wonderful. And I wonder, though, if his character will wind up in Iron Heights. So we'll have Ironside in Iron Heights.
0: <laughs> could be. Uh, I got it This is my only concern with all this. You know, we've talked before about the uh, the um, Captain Cold going over to Legends of Tomorrow and uh, what does that mean for the Flash? My concern is that, you know, his dad is supposed to come in and be Captain Cold for all intents and purposes while the actual Captain Cold is off saving the world without him and his amazing friends. Uh,
1: I don't see that. You don't think so? Well, I mean, I i i, 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 I that would be a concern for me as well, because I'd rather see Captain Cold be Captain Cold instead of Captain Cold's dad be Captain Dad
0: Cold. <laughs> uh, what's, what's higher than Captain? Is General
1: higher than Captain? Don't Yeah, sure, General is higher, but I don't think it's the next highest.
0: Well, I mean, I was just thinking, would he be General Cold or um, Admiral Cold? Let's say Lieutenant Cold. Lieutenant Cold. Lieutenant. How about Lieutenant? Lieutenant. Yes. <laughs> what is
1: it, Lieutenant Sebastian? <laughs> it's it's the rebels, sir. They're, they're here.
0: <laughs> it's the Flash, sir. He's here. Yeah, but uh, one way or the other, excellent casting. I'm I'm still you know I'm still a little concerned about what this perhaps means for Captain Cold and and his future in uh, in season two. Uh, but regardless, you, you just can't beat that kind of casting. Now, uh, so in terms of characters that we've got on the horizon, it has been rumored uh, and, and continues to be teased that perhaps in the future we will be seeing Mirror Master. Uh, probably of all of the Flash's top tier rogues, Mirror Master was probably the one that, that most of us have missed from season one. It is, uh, he's rumored to be involved in season two, as well as Dr. Alchemy. Interesting. Now, Dr. Alchemy is a lesser-known uh, rogue, although we've featured him, I want to say, two years in a row, we featured him in the Rogue's Rumble.
1: Yes, yes, we did. Uh, now, my, my biggest question here is to do with Mirror Master. Now, is this going to be the Mirror Dimension Mirror Master? And are they going to tie that into MetaHumans?
0: See, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it. it they have to go something like that, because I can't imagine the tech that they would use to explain how the Mirror Dimension works. So perhaps the idea is... You know, maybe it's something like if if there is a reflection, he can control his reflection, kind of almost like the way that um, Peter Pan controls a shadow. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe that like, all right, so here's 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 my, my proposition. Maybe it's like, all right, the two of us, we're looking in the mirror. And if I get my mirror self to punch your mirror self, wait, then that would just be punching you in reality.
1: Yeah, because that's the way light works. <laughs>
0: that's a good question.
1: So basically, to get the mirror selves to hit one another, you have to hit me in the meat space and then it will happen in the reflection space. So wait, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know how this works.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. I mean, I, even, even if they kind of um, like, for example, Pied Piper, right? Pied Piper is nothing like his comic book counterpart in terms of his power set. Like all he's got the, uh, you know, um, he's got kind of the canary cry situation and he has to, you know, wear a super hearing aid to, to be able to hear things at the right frequency. But he doesn't have any kind of control over people in a, a Pied Piper kind of way. Um, there's no mention of the the fact that he's tapping into the anti-life equation or any of that. So, you know, it, now, that doesn't mean that he can't get there. I think they've actually laid the groundwork for how Pied Piper can evolve. Yeah. Uh, and so I think in, in a similar fa- uh, facet, we could actually have a mirror master who, um, maybe he just uses mirrors. Maybe he's just using them as kind of special effects and that sort of thing to throw off the flash. Um, but, but perhaps he, that, that taps into something in the future, you know, and, and maybe he, uh, he gets a power later on in, uh, in, because of some sort of, you know, future altercations, uh, maybe even time, maybe even the, the idea behind the, um, uh, the multiverse might even play in an effect with Mirror Master perhaps the idea is you know he's got uh, he's able to tap into the uh, the uh, uh gosh man the Mirror I'm, force? Yeah I was, I was about to <laughs> I was about to say that but no maybe he could actually you know tap into the multiverse and uh, and do something there so well, so uh, here's my question yeah. though
1: Season one, we had a bunch of metahumans come up on the scene and their stuff seemed to have happened almost immediately after the uh, particle accelerator right, explosion. right? Um, or at least they manifested in the nine months – well, the, the, yeah, these people all had their powers in the nine months that Barry was in a coma. It just seems like they, they just started to get a grip on things around the time that Barry woke up. Yeah, this is true. So what if this giant cataclysmic event that happens at the end of season one – releases more dark energy into the world do you think that that's something that they're going to go with this is that like is, is that what we're going to get our metahumans from next for next season or is it going to be like a vibe scenario where the more powerful metahumans they're Powers take more time to manifest.
0: I think that could very well be it. I mean, I think vibe is a, a good um, a good basis for which uh, somebody like a Caitlin Snow might be able to uh, tap into her powers that she didn't even realize that she had uh, once she gets into a situation that would you know cause them to manifest. But I think it's think it's, like it's twofold, man. I think you're exactly right. Whatever that big, you know, black hole slash time storm, whatever it is up in the sky, I think that that's going to have ramifications, which are going to cause other people to get. Uh, new abilities, um, you know, be it because time lines shift together uh, or more, more accurately, universes start shifting together or, or, you know, however that could have in, impacted the people. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that, I think that's fair, man. I think it could be both.
1: Yeah. It should be interesting to see, man. I, ah, we, we have a date, right. For, uh, for season two, it's Oct- October,
0: October. I wanted to say October 6th, but let's ask the chat room. First of all, chat room how y'all doing tonight y'all doing good we got a great crowd tonight we uh, do we throw out some shout outs real quick to those tuning in live let's uh let's hear it up for linda linda vickers what's going on uh jamie the coach i think this is coach's first time so welcome welcome it's don frisk's first time as well hey don marty marty mcfly bluvin fly well Blovins. but yeah well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, beard smash green claw all of the regulars you guys are awesome scott what's going on Uh,
1: Some CW executives as well.
0: We got four CW executives listening as well. So shout out to the CW executives. October 6th. Thank you, Greenclaw. Uh, Yeah, so October 6th, man. October 6th is the date uh, for which we are all greatly anticipating. uh, And it is going to be fun. And hey, you know, we talk a little bit about what's rumored, but let's talk about what's been confirmed. Let's do it. Now, I feel like we've already kind of had this confirmed for us, but Wally West has been officially confirmed for season two.
1: Now, this is news to me. I did not know this coming into this podcast.
0: Well, but at the and- same time, we didn't we know this? Because there was that whole Twitter thing that we posted out there saying that, you know, who would you like to see cast as Wally West? And then I can't remember exactly who it was, but somebody suggested some actor. That actor actually got in the discussion and been like, yeah, Grant Gustin make that happen. And then Grant Gustin tweeted in saying... They're actually looking for somebody younger, which for me, that was a confirmation that Wally West is coming, Uh, but (laughs) perhaps not a full on confirmation that Wally West is coming in season two. But uh, yeah, man, Wally West season two. You hyped?
1: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Well, are we sure it's season two?
0: Uh, Yes, we are. We are sure it's season two.
1: That's excellent. So we're going to have Jay Garrick and Wally West and Barry Allen,
0: man, Jay freaking Garrick. Hang on. Let me uh, let me play that one more time because I get I get chills every single time I hear this. Yeah, it's nice. My name is Jay Garrick. And your world is in danger. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Like, I can't even imagine being in the panel when they played that and just hearing that. One more time. One more time.
1: My name is Jay Garrick. And your world is in danger.
0: Like, I get chills, man.
1: Yeah. Now, w- was this a video clip?
0: Okay. So or, or, no, was no, it no, just no. Audio. It was just audio, just okay. audio. So what they did is they played this big sizzle reel from a lot of, you know, the best moments from season one, uh, which is, you know, traditionally that's how they do this. Cause a lot of times they're, they're early on in the production and in, in terms of, you know, the next season. So it's not like they have a whole lot they can show. Um, okay. so what we had is, uh, you know, we had this big sizzle reel, all of these great moments from season one, and then they cut to an image, of what appears to be the Flash. In all fairness, I think it actually is the same kind of special effects. In fact, it might have actually been scenes that we've seen before of the Flash running. However, it's all dark and black. And instead of the yellow lightning, the yellow speed force going around him, it's actually blue. And so then it kind of cuts in with all these voices and these clips. Uh, For the most part, clips we've never heard before from these characters. And the entire time, I'm actually sitting there thinking, Blue Flash, oh my gosh, Blue Flash... We're going to, like we're going into like you know the emotional spectrum. I can't believe they're actually doing this this early. This is insane. How are they going to explain you know him tapping into the power of hope? Uh, you know what a, what a crazy thing. But as they build up and build up and build up with all of these different quotes, it cuts and words come flying in in blue, big blue text. Zoom is coming. So the assumption then is that that character that we saw running in blue. And a blue speed force is actually professor zoom hmm. or, or or perhaps even just zoom which of course professor zoom has gone by professor zoom as well as zoom uh however he is not necessarily known for sporting a blue costume or having any kind of blue power set uh in in terms of you know the way that he, he comes off in the comics he does however uh generally have kind of more of the the reverse flash motif in fact if you Put Zoom and Eobard right next to each other. The only difference is typically their eyes, and that is about it. So here's my speculation on this, and I'm sure some of you are already there with me. I'm thinking that that Zoom, that the Flash television series Zoom, is probably going to be Eddie. Uh, I. No, I don't know. I, well, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because, I mean, a lot of people, there was a whole lot of talking about the uh, in fact, we, we, we mentioned this theory of Eddie actually being a cobalt blue. And perhaps, you know, there's there's going to be some sort of play in in, you know, to that character and changing up of the origins for that character to actually make it so that Eddie is. Cobalt blue. Uh, a lot of people uh, have were speculating at one point that he was going to be the Reverse Flash, and then of course I've, I believe they've even gone out and said that the inspiration for Eddie is that he's kind of a combination of Thon and Hunter Zolomon. Hunter Zolomon, of course, being Professor Zoom. So my thought here is that the Zoom of this television universe is going to be kind of a cobalt blue mixed with Zoom, so that he's a more of a different motif than the Reverse Flash. And I think it makes sense for Eddie to be him, perhaps, you know, a a darker Eddie from a darker timeline or a darker universe even uh, coming in. Maybe he's the thing that, um, you know, that uh, that Jay's talking about. My name is Jay Garrick, and your world is in danger. Our world's in great danger. Maybe it's actually the Zoom of his universe, which is uh, Eddie Thawne.
1: Gotta stop you right there. Marty Blevins in the chat wins the chat room for right now. Cobalt Zoom.
0: Cobalt (laughs) Zoom. (laughs) Hashtag it, Marty. That's good. I yes, like that. Yes,
1: Cobalt Zoom. I don't know. So so yes, I, I do agree. You know, we, we talked about that him being kind of a combination of both Cobalt or uh Hunter Zoloman and Eobard thawne Um, I'm wondering though if this is just merely a decision to differentiate the characters. Cause like you said, you look at hunter Oliman, you look at Eobard thawne in their reverse flash getups or Zoom slash reverse flash getup. And the only real difference is their eyes. And so I, I want to maybe this is a decision to differentiate the characters on the screen so it's not confusing the audiences who we're dealing with here. Right. Um, or so that they're not like, you know, why is this guy wearing reverse flashes outfit kind of thing? Sure. Well, um, so here's
0: the other thing, though. Cause I mean, I, I think that the blue motif, right? Well, the going for kind of blue with zoom is an interesting, interesting choice. Uh, because for me, Again, you know, blue and flash is the blue flash from blackest night, which I mean, in all fairness, that is, that is a singular storyline. That's not like a huge plot line or any kind of long ongoing thing. There was, you know, it's a three issue actual arc of the flash that, uh, that, you know, he was a blue lantern, Mm -hmm. but you know, and so, so to, to actually have a speedster who's pulling off a blue speed force like that. Um, is a little off-putting. Like I, I would, I would imagine that you would actually do Zoom in more of like a a black and red, as I, I believe the Reverse Flash is actually featured as black and red in the the new fifty-two. Yeah,
1: that's uh, Iris's brother.
0: Yeah, and so Daniel Daniel West. was so my thought there being like, well, wouldn't that make a lot more sense to make that the color motif? Why would they do blue unless they wanted to do some sort of kind of combination of Zoom and Cobalt Blue?
1: You know, coming now that I think about it more, I think you might be right because uh, the Cobalt Blue draws his power from this other sort of mystical energy force. Correct?
0: No, no, no. Co- uh, oh yeah, yeah. Cobalt Blue. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So it could be that perhaps Zoom in season two is going to be instead of drawing his power from the Speed Force, uh, which would be a yellow lightning or red lightning, if you're draw. So
0: so yellow Speed Force, yellow lightning. Reverse Speed Force, red lightning.
1: Yes, or 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 it seems like in this, in in the Flash TV show, it's it's when you siphon that Speed Force, kind of like how Harrison Wells was storing right. the battery and stuff like that, right, right, then, right, right. then you get the red. So it's it's either red or yellow for Speed Force.
0: Well, I, I, semantics, but he was but yeah, siphoning yeah. Speed Force to create the reverse Speed Force. What you're seeing with the red, it, it it's the reverse Speed Force. It's okay. not okay. it's not the Speed Force. It's it's I guess you could you could argue it's the product. Of what he's doing, but that that is the reverse speed force. It is not the, the, the speed force.
1: Yeah. So yellow speed force, red reverse speed force. Blue could be from the uh, God. what, what is the, pow- the, the power called where that where a cobalt blue that whole family line. They draw their power from this thing.
0: I, I have no idea. I can't. Oh, it's killing me. Um, chat room. Come well, blue. here's the thing though. Reverse. I, I, I just think it's more of a color motif. I don't think it necessarily has to do with where this characters getting their power because in my mind, and again, this is speculation, but zoom, this zoom is actually coming from earth too. And if, if they are going to go a Zoloman route, uh, or, or at least a Solomon inspired route, uh, you know, Zolomon's reverse flash slash zoom is actually, uh, he, he doesn't pull from the reverse speed force. He actually is out of sync with time. Uh, ah. Which makes sense if if the idea is that perhaps this this speedster is coming from another world, another Earth, uh, from another universe that he can kind of manipulate the universe, so to speak.
1: So you're saying that Jay Garrick is coming to warn Barry because Zoom, who is Zoom essentially is Jay Garrick's
0: reverse flash,
1: reverse flash, yeah, is now disjointed from time and is going to. Try and destroy all flashes or something like that.
0: That's my that's my thought. Now there's there's a lot to actually piece apart in this um, in this you know clip here. The line that that Eobard says, "I'm going to give you the thing you want most, Barry, but it won't matter. Trust me, I know, uh I know you, and I'm always right." Was that from I I couldn't remember? Was that actually from the uh, the series finale or season? It finale? sounds familiar. Yeah, and that maybe that's from the season finale. But he does say, "We were never enemies." I'm not the thing you hate," and those two those two um, bits, the "We were never enemies and the "I'm not the thing that you hate," uh, sound like they might be coming from different different conversations. My thought is that what if the reverse flash is he's saying this to Barry in a universe that Barry ends up on the other side of that time storm? You know what I mean? Like he ended up in a world where uh, Eobard and, and Barry never never matter. they were never enemies. hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe in that world, uh, he then, like, maybe that's the world, maybe that's Earth 2. And maybe it's Zoom that follows him back, or Jay that follows him back to warn him about Zoom. Yeah, interesting. All crazy speculation, I know, but uh, yeah. But we do
1: know something we don't have to speculate is who is playing Jay Garrick, now, no. we have we have info on that now. It's Teddy Sears.
0: Yeah. OK, so this is interesting because this is a uh, this is a younger guy. Uh, well, I mean, younger in comparison to what you might expect from a Jay Garrick or at least a classic Jay Garrick. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, if they're going this route where uh, Jay uh, is the Earth two speedster from a different world, uh, then, yeah, then, he uh, yeah, making the same age as Barry, making maybe a little bit older. Um, but there's no he, need. He looks a little older. Yeah. Well, but the point is he doesn't have to like be all gray haired and everything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. he does not have to. Yeah. So from, from that standpoint, he's not the original flash of, of our world. He, he is the flash of another world. Yes. So, um, and I'm looking forward to that. And actually, uh, earth Two, the comic series after, after the new 52, um, introduced us to a much younger Jay Garrick and, uh, and perhaps they might borrow from that, uh, you know, that, that storyline, to influence the character that we see on screen, or they might go super old school, all things considered, given the fact that, you know, um, <laughs> they, they like going old school <laughs> after all. I mean, we've got the classic helmet that came through the, uh, came through the worm bubble, the whole thing. What am a what am a Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the time portal thing. Yeah. That thing, the, the bubble of time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we also got some other casting.
1: Ah, yes. Uh, Chantel von Scha- uh, Santon, Uh, Known from The Messengers, Final Destination, One Tree Hill, is going to play Patty Spivitt. Now, this is a character from the comics, but it's something more recent, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, New 52, if I'm not mistaken, kind of a love interest of Barry Allen. Uh, I think that if I'm not mistaken, I believe she's a little bit more uh, into him or he's more into her. Admittedly, it's New 52, and uh, as stated before, we're we're not a huge uh, – we're not hugely knowledgeable on the New 52. That is true. But uh, looking forward to getting to know this character through the television show, for sure.
1: Well, the one thing about this announcement that worries me is that I was kind of hoping that we're not going to have an entire another season of Barry and Iris being awkward around one another.
0: Uh, well, but they won't be as awkward because she knows now.
1: That's true. She knows. Actually,
0: but I mean- Bell, it could be really interesting because, I mean, at this point, they're starting to discover that there's something between them. You know what I mean? We've talked about the whole lightning rod standpoint there and... Um, you know that she is able to to both amplify his powers and at the same time keep him grounded. And so yeah. if they what what if like, you know, they determine they're not going to date because of probably Eddie or some, you know, some sort of whatever. Um, but at the same time, they have this growing connection that is both emotional, as well as, you know, supernatural, given the uh, the abilities that are on display. And at the same time, you know Barry's trying to to date somebody else. That's gonna I that actually is a love triangle and in a you know kind of a unique take on it. Um, what do you do when you're you know it's not just your destiny in terms of story, but it's your destiny in terms of your power set is causing <laughs> you know calling you to somebody else. It's gonna you know make for a difficult relationship.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just you know I was kind of hoping that we we maybe not start the season off, but uh you know just go ahead and advance their relationship but you know they did an excellent job with season one so i'm sure they'll do an excellent job with season two uh what i want is 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 irrelevant in that regard so yeah yeah it's love triangle let's do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's the cw man we got to have love triangles otherwise like you have to have at least one otherwise you know you get your funding canceled that's
1: true. That's true.
0: They get a they get a big um, big big break from um, you know big love triangle. That
1: yeah, I, I guess you know it's just not my shtick personally, but uh, you know a lot of people like that, and so more power to them. Well,
0: you'd be and- surprised, man. If you you take out the love triangles and the relationship aspect of uh, these shows, and I, I think for as many of us that like to gripe about it, we'd probably find them quite stale without it. Oh
1: sure, sure. They definitely add stuff. Uh, I. I and there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to do an excellent job with it. I I was just kind of hoping that we'd that we'd see, you know, with this more uh, heroic Barry, the, the uh, um, more confident Barry, that they would just kind of move that story along and have him be with Iris, uh, and, and and just start from there, I guess. But I but they want to they want to build more up. They want to you know build that relationship more. So I guess once we get payoff and maybe season three or something like that, that it'll it'll mean more, I suppose.
0: Yeah. I will say this though I, I am I'm I'm kind of curious as to what Iris's uh, future looks like in in terms of season two uh, because you know I it, it's the other beneficial thing to them not going directly into relationship is that it gives them a little bit more time to actually flesh out her character because Which she needs desperately desperately man we we need to we need to see you know awesome Iris and we haven't we didn't we never got a lot of opportunities to see awesome Iris we did like at the very tail end um you know her taking her, her versus peekaboo <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> did she, she never said peekaboo that was the one thing if i if if he could go back in time and change one thing it would be for her to say peekaboo to peekaboo before she knocks her out
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes it reminds me of uh have you seen hot fuzz uh
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's that scene where uh you know simon pegg comes back and they're hiding behind the frozen food section <laughs> and uh, uh nick frost <laughs> is reloading the shotgun and he's like uh, it's like I, I took out the two, you know, I took out the other guy or Lurch or whatever, and he's like, Oh, did you say a you know witty comment? And he's like, Oh no, I didn't think about it.
0: Shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh but yeah, man, so I that's uh that's I mean I think that's kind of the big news and, and such that came out of uh San Diego Comic Con in terms of the Flash specifically. Um I wanted to also make mention of other comments that were made or, or at least um quotes from that that sizzle reel. One, of course, uh, notable from Cisco, he says uh, he says something to the extent of what what's happening to me with kind of a shaky voice. So uh, perhaps almost
1: as if his vocal cords were vibrating,
0: he was vibing out, man,
1: which is kind of what your vocal cords do anyway. So that statement didn't make any sense. But (laughs) that aside, yes, it sounds like he's getting a little vibey.
0: Here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that he gets like as he starts tapping into it, we get a little Marky Mark playing in the background.
1: <laughs> good vibration <Bisha. laughs>
0: it's Cisco feel it, feel it you know yeah.
1: no no the, uh, there there has to be and i i'm I'm calling it right now at some point during the episode where he starts to get his powers it'll either be on in a car, just kind of like low right right in the background somewhere it's gonna be somewhere it will be in there, and if it's not there's two c w executives in the chat right now i'm holding you personally responsible we we know
0: that you're here and we know that uh yeah we we will definitely call you out if it doesn't happen
1: and you guys have stolen my ideas in the past so
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) come on come on you gotta feel it you gotta feel it it. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely we also uh there was a a mention of caitlin saying that she was not coming back cisco i can't now why would she not want to come back like what why can't she well, because she's happy now because she's with Ronnie, but no, something... she did not seem all that happy when she was saying it.
1: Well, right, right, right. No, this is—I'm saying this from the perspective of you know the season finale and stuff. Sure. They get married. Uh, aside from the world almost ending, you know, we don't know what happens after the storm, but before the storm, they were happy, right? I mean, they seem like it. So, seemed like, it, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because Firestorm gets taken away you know, into the, by Rip Thorn, maybe, maybe she just, she can't deal with losing the people that she loves all the time. And so she's just going to bail.
0: mm yeah, no, I mean, that could be, I, yeah. what? Oh, oh, now here's a question. So we know that we know that cold's dad is coming in. And like I said, my, my assumption, although I hope it's not the case is that he is going to be a stand in for captain cold while captain cold's going off doing his thing. Uh, and we'll talk about legends in just a second. What if, you know, I've mentioned before how interesting or, or what a neat twist it might be if Cold ended up being kind of an evil Obi-Wan Kenobi to Caitlyn Snow as she adjusts to her cold powers. Well, what if she ends up becoming, you know, Cold has gone off uh, doing his own thing. Maybe maybe Lieutenant Cold actually takes Caitlyn under his, his wing in an attempt to be like, you know, maybe this is my second chance at being a father or, or something of that nature.
1: Uh, uh, Matt Essie just won the chat again. What did well, I say? Well, the, for this part of the chat, Evil Juan Kenobi.
0: Oh, that's good. Man, we need to, like, hand out um, uh, Flash-tastic awards or something like that. We can click the little heart. Yeah, you, can, yeah, <laughs> you can always click the heart. You can always click the heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. But uh, what, do you, what do you say to something like that?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't see – I mean, he's he's a terrible father, I mean, what is he going to, like, how are they going to interact? Like, how is he going to run into him? I mean, this, I don't know. Yeah, but
0: terrible fathers always think that they can be redeemed. Sure. And of course they can. How are they even going to find one another? Um, Well, it's Central City. It's not that big.
1: But I mean, what is she just going to be, like, you know, sitting there at a bar and he's going to be like, oh, hey, you're a young woman and I'm an old man. How about I be your father figure?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they can, they can make it happen, but you're right. It's probably not going to happen. This is what I see. Yeah. Tell me what you see.
1: Um, Lieutenant Cold, which I I think is a rank lower than Captain, but whatever. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so he is there and he finds a duplicate of of Captain Cold's freeze gun. And maybe like he's in a robbery and she's an innocent bystander and he shoots her with the freeze gun and she does not die because she is.
0: That'd be interesting.
1: And she's like, what's going on? And he's like, what's going on? And then maybe that's kind of how they begin this interaction and perhaps uh maybe maybe she gets implicated and you know kind of like one of those like false uh like it, not not necessarily framed but you know she's at the scene of a crime and she isn't affected by the weapon she's not killed everyone else is or something and so there's this implication that she has uh uh done something wrong when she hasn't I don't know I'm just I'm just throwing stuff out there
0: um okay but, no, yeah, no, that, I could see that. I could definitely see that.
1: I, I totally think that's how Killer Frost is going to find her powers, is maybe she'll get hit by a cold gun or something similar.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I like that idea a lot. And I think, that, I think the idea of, of even just kind of those two, even if it's not Captain Cold, but, but you know somebody related to Captain Cold and using the cold gun on her, um, you can't have two cold villains without acknowledging it, right? And yeah. So, so it would be actually kind of a nice handoff to some extent. Yeah. Or maybe maybe if Captain Cold is going to be MIA for a little bit, perhaps that'll actually give her more more of a moment to shine so that you don't just have two cold villains running around.
1: True. And also, if she is you know, immune to Captain Cold's gun as Killer Frost, perhaps it's in their best interest to corrupt her and to bring them over to her side. Could be. Could or to be. their side, rather. Uh, yeah, so- I, could, I could totally see that. So, yeah. So, you know, he realizes that, oh, now they have another metahuman who's good guy who I can't affect with the only weapon that I have to defeat the other good metahuman. We need to do something about this. And what's the best thing to do is to bring her on our side.
0: Uh, Could be. Could be. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, All right. Let me ask you this. So obviously, uh, you know that we we saw we saw the preview uh, at uh, at San Diego Comic Con. We've also seen a lot of uh, cosplay and everything coming out. Have you seen some of the cosplay that came out of San Diego? No,
1: I haven't. I, I've seen like I've seen some here and there. I saw Flash shaking hands with Flash. That, that was, was awesome. so good. Yeah, that
0: was really cool. <laughs> I want I want to find out who that guy is, and I, I want to shake his hand.
1: Yes, yes,
0: that was the 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 speedy forceiest uh, handshake of all time.
1: I will be looking for Flash cosplay at Gen Con.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, real quick, uh, let's let's take a, a brief moment before we kind of jump out off of the flash and onto the rest of the DC TV universe. Um, tell, tell people a little bit about Gen Con and where they can find you.
1: All right. So Gen Con is the biggest uh, game convention in the world, I believe. It's held in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, it's going to be at the end of this month, the first uh, couple days in August as well. So what is that? Twenty eighth through August 3rd, something like that. Sure. Through August 2nd. Yes, yeah, so it's the 30th through the 2nd. So I'll be down there. I'll be hanging out, playing some games and stuff. Uh, if there's any listeners out there who are also going to be at Gen Con, hit me up on Twitter. We'll hang out, grab a beer. Uh, I'm gonna have some Brogues buttons if Ooh, Bo
0: comes through with those. Yeah, that needs to happen. Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if it, it and if it doesn't happen, it's not my fault. I'll I don't know maybe maybe sketch you something right quick. Uh, who knows? Uh, time constraints and all, but yeah, uh, it'd be great to see you guys. So just you know, hit me up at Ring That Bell, and uh, we will. Grab a beer if I see anybody in Flash cosplay, I'm gonna stop you and take your picture, even if you don't want me to. I'm sorry,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah,
1: I mean, but yeah, I mean, come on.
0: I, you know what, I, I actually, um, I think that'd be good. Do, do I mean, game Gen Con, do people actually dress up as the superheroes and such?
1: Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of cosplay, uh, not as much as maybe a comic convention, but they have a cosplay parade every year um i saw a dude in a really really awesome darth vader costume last year of course uh there's one of our listeners who showed up in a a flash outfit that was excellent um there yeah you know a bunch of like fantasy cosplay uh superhero cosplay it's kind of because you know uh board gaming and 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 tabletop gaming and card gaming and all this kind of stuff you know it's like a venn diagram like every kind of spectrum of you know if you're a comic book geek if you're a movie geek a tv geek whatever uh, the Venn diagram of people who like comic books and like board games, or like movies and TV, and like board games, kind of overlaps, right? Sure, so there's, there's some all overlap. sorts of different genres, uh, of uh, uh, people that are represented there because everybody likes games. I hear you. And so since this is the biggest game convention in the world, gonna see a lot of a lot of different uh, subclasses of geek there, I guess you could say.
0: Man, let's talk about legends. They also announced that Hawkman is confirmed as to be featured. Now, this my thought here with this. Is that um, I don't think that Hawkman's going to be a regular, but my guess is that he'll be kind of uh, tied into Hawk Girl's backstory, and uh, and maybe we'll see a flashback.
1: That would make sense because I mean we have one Hawk Girl, and I kind of want to you know let's let, let's figure out Hawk Girl before we introduce more Hawk people.
0: Well, no, I mean like. <laughs> The Hawks, if I, I mean, like, I think they're called the Hawks actually more often than not. But I mean, they they are they're they're a, they're a tag team. You typically get one with the other. Yeah, yeah. I um, and and also there is you know very tied into the the lore of, uh, Hawkman and Hawk Girl is uh, is that they die, you know and a they lot. well exactly <laughs>
1: very very well not very frequently but you know
0: frequently enough that it's more than once um, yes <laughs> <laughs> and so theoretically um you know seeing perhaps even like a hawkman of the past maybe we see something of of a past life for these two characters uh and then uh you know a flash to the future where where you know they he may even you know come back maybe she's waiting for his resurrection or something of that nature Oh, I
1: could totally see it now. Yeah. The flashback, it's both of them. They're fighting. They're kind of explaining the idea of what they do and who they are. And then she dies. And then the incarnation that we see in Legends of Tomorrow is her resurrected there. He hasn't died yet. So they're on like different time schedules or something as far as their resurrections go. Maybe something like that.
0: That's true. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Actually, you know, I've never been like a huge Hawk uh, Hawkman fan. Um, I loved Hot Girl. She was featured on um, on the Justice League cartoon series. Yes, she was actually. So the, that was more of the Thanagarian uh, Hot Girl. I really, really loved what they did with her because it ended up that she was really kind of the primary through line um, throughout that entire entire series. Because she was this double agent, Um, and I guess spoilers for that television show. But the idea was that she was actually sent to Earth to infiltrate their system, so that Thanagar could then later invade, occupy, and ultimately destroy Earth. Uh, Now, if if I'm recalling correctly, she didn't realize the plan was to destroy Earth. Um, Her thought was that they were coming to occupy to save it, and uh, yeah. But like the the big climactic finale for Justice League before it you know became Justice League Unlimited was this big Thanagarian war. And uh and Hawk Girl and Green Lantern, John Stewart Green Lantern, uh were kind of the, the two pivotal characters in all of that. And it was oh man, that that was really good. They they went like they like explored a lot of different kind of themes and and, and you know, kind of some heavy stuff for a kid's show. Uh, in, in terms of like at one point, Martian, Martian Manhunter is actually torturing a Thanagarian to get information <laughs> like it, it gets it gets pretty heavy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's a great thing about these DC TV animated shows is, uh, you know, they always do really great jobs because they have great people behind them. You know,
0: oh, I mean, and people that love the lore and love the story and love these characters. And I mean, yeah. not, I like mean, gargoyles gargoyles
1: is a prime example
0: yeah i was talking to who was i talking i was interviewing um a a guy for for one of the other podcasts i do and he was talking about how his mom was really into gargoyles and gargoyles and reboot and i was like dude your mom was into some good stuff (laughs) that's awesome it's a cool mom right yeah well that's that's the thing you have to uh, dj young venom for let's talk jackson go check that one out and it's oh uh, cool we go into a lot of that but it was it was good stuff but all right so hawkman confirmed to be featured uh speaking of gargoyles oh were you setting up that transition uh perhaps i was all right executive producer mark guggenheim announced that the uh initial episodes of arrow and the flash will set the groundwork uh for a mid-season series dc legends of tomorrow
1: I, now, uh, yeah oh, are, are they saying here that this is going to be a mid-season series like agents or sorry like uh, uh peggy carter was a mid-season fill-in that split agents of shield into two different halves that's my understanding i don't want that i don't know how i feel about that either but dude, those those, those hiatuses in the flash killed me last season well but i mean this gives you
0: something to scratch that itch well
1: that's true because last season we didn't have anything right uh and having something is better than not because agent Carter was fantastic and and it was uh you know it was kind of a, a nice break uh, from Agents of Shield, um, because some of those earlier episodes are they're okay, you know they're not the best, they're no flash. But Agent Carter was this just excellent, just reprieve from that. So you're starting to get a little tired, right? And then you get bam new hotness, and it's super great. And then you go back to the last half of Agents of Shield, which is also good. Uh, so yeah, may- maybe it'll be nice, but it'll it'll be kind of hard to you know have a flash hiatus. Although we'll still have our, you know, still have a lot of the same characters uh, from Legends of Tomorrow, we'll get to see them. But yeah. I don't know. What are you thinking? Are you think they're going to split the season up, or is this going to be, you know, something else that's going to run at a different time?
0: No, I think I think that's about right. Although I will say this, my concern is, you know, let's talk about Agent Carter versus um, Agents of Shield. Now, Peggy Carter was fantastic, universally loved. Nobody out there is bashing Agent Carter. That was amazing. Agents of Shield has its critics. Yeah, I am one of those critics. I am too.
1: I'm not going to say it's you know a shining golden gift from God, but uh, <laughs> I enjoy
0: it. But you will defend it. Um, here's the thing, though. I'm I'm concerned that it's going to be a bit of a reverse situation. Whereas, of course, the Flash is this fantastic show, probably the best thing on television right now. Uh, and then and then DC's Legends of Tomorrow seems like Legends of doesn't really matter or Legends of sideline stories or yeah. legends of, I don't know. We want to keep these actors on retainer. <laughs> like that's, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm, I'm really struggling.
1: Uh, well, but here's the deal though, right? Yeah. Um, if this is going to be a mid season filler show while they film the second half of season two, mm-hmm. uh, or, or whatever it is they're going to do in between that, that's a good sign for flash because, you know, one of our big concerns that we've talked about on this podcast a lot is, Uh, we don't want to see Wentworth Miller. We don't want to see these characters leave the flash and go do this show. So in this situation, you can have the best of both worlds. You can have captain cold and flash. You can have captain cold in, uh, in legends of tomorrow because the two won't air at the same time and they're not going to have to worry about, you know, schedules and stuff. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, We'll see. I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah.
0: Here's the thing, though. And and um, I think, Scott, I think I saw that you you put this in the chat in asking the question, does it have to matter? And I would say that, yes, because we're dealing with time travel. Like, that's the Flash's thing. So, you know, we're going to get rules in Legends of Tomorrow. And I, I guarantee you, I, I'm, I could be wrong on this. And you know what? I hope I am. But I guarantee that Legends of Tomorrow is not going to pull in the same kind of ratings that the Flash is going to pull in. And what that means is we're going to get you know, the stories themselves, what happens to Adam and his amazing friends might not really necessarily matter for the rest of the universe, but the rules that are established or what they do in Legends of Tomorrow will. And so those rules will have to either be retold in the flash, which for those of us, who's probably everybody listening, but you know, for those of us who will be watching both shows will be kind of a regurgitation. I don't know. For me, the rules should be set by the flash, not by Adam and his amazing friends.
1: Yes, and I, I I read something they were talking about how Legends of Tomorrow isn't going to go and retcon things from uh from Arrow or Flash. Right, that's not what they're trying to do. Um, so that means that it sounds like they're not going to impact the past of Arrow and Flash, but they could impact the future.
0: Yeah, uh, and but yeah, yeah, now, we'll see.
1: Also, uh, if. Well, oh man, I just had it. Where did it go?
0: Well, here's the other thing. And and this this is, you know, the, what what Guggenheim's saying is that Arrow and Flash will both set up Legends of Tomorrow, right? And and yeah. uh that that the end of se- at the first half of season 1 or season 2 rather for Flash is is going to lead up to Legends of Tomorrow. And that to some extent takes a little bit of the wind out of the sails for me as well because it's like, you know, shouldn't we be spending that time working on kind of the Flash's stories instead of this side plot line, you know? Like we're, sure. we're giving a lot of time to set up Legends of Tomorrow, and I realized that Arrow did that for Flash, but Arrow only did that for like one episode. Two, was it two? Yeah, it was two. Yeah, but all right. For, but in all fairness, it was like one scene in the second episode of of that two part, what you call it. You know what sure. I mean? Like Barry, you know Barry was kind of there and he helped out and he was all like, "Hey, I'm I'm Goofy Barry, and you know and I'm here's a domino it. mask and here's a domino mask." Yeah, exactly. And it, it, Barry was the best part of that was a great season of Arrow, but Barry, and Barry was the best part of it. <laughs> well so also i this this show though i think you know because
1: we're worried about our characters on flash not I'm being also, on flash. well
0: yeah but yeah mm-hmm. but it's also plot lines and, and details and and rules like that's yes. the big thing for me is rules
1: yes but i i think i i read something somewhere today where uh they were comparing legends of tomorrow to like uh american horror story and so that, like, you know, American Horror Story is an anthology story where, like, each season is a different tale. Right. With different characters, different actors, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I don't think they actually came out and said that it's 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 not an anthology like that, but it sounds like there's going to be rotating characters on this show because it's it's Legends of Tomorrow. It's not Captain Cold and his amazing friends, or
0: no, it's Adam, Adam and, his, and his amazing friends. I yeah, guarantee Adam's not going to rotate anywhere. They're going to try to keep keep him as long as they possibly can, which makes sense because Brandon Routh has done great things for the Adam, and vice versa. So, oh yeah, I, I love that pairing. And don't get me wrong, because I do love that we're getting these characters and you know, getting a chance to showcase them and getting some time with them. It's just the fact that it has to deal with time travel is, is the, well, the fact that it has to do with time travel and the fact that one way or the other, Captain cold is going to be a heroic character as opposed to leading the rogues and, and doing evil things. Uh, that, that just, it still rubs me the wrong way. And I know that Captain Cold's a gray character. I know that the idea is that, you know, He's a bad guy, but he's not that bad, right? But still, I he don't know. He has a code of
1: honor, you know all that stuff.
0: Yeah, but it's it's not a it's not a good code of honor. I mean, it's, it's
1: it's kind of like yeah, I got a code of honor when it benefits me.
0: Yeah, we've seen this Captain Code kill uh, Captain Cold. Captain Code, <laughs> Captain code. <laughs> stick to the Captain Code. Uh, we we've, we've seen him kill before. The only reason he wasn't killing was because Barry made a deal with him. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I, I just. He, he's he's Barry's Lex Luthor and so I don't yeah. I don't want to see I don't want to lose him
1: so so basically are you saying that as far as the rules go you would want Barry to establish the rules uh, for time travel well, or? I
0: would like the rules of time travel to be established on the flash that is okay. what I'm saying yeah um and it may be
1: because the the first part of the flash is going to be setting up time travel rules it's is gonna be setting up this
0: yeah, oh yeah no, no no you're right you're right and maybe that's the case look I'm 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 willing to give them a shot at this. You know, it's not like I'm going to say like, "Oh, I'm going to stop watching the show and I'm not even going to watch Legends." I'm not saying that at all. I'm I'm looking forward, you know, to seeing how this all plays out, but I'm I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous about it.
1: Yeah, I'm optimistic, uh cautiously cautiously
0: though. Okay. Well, that's, well, that, that's not necessarily a bad place to be. One last yeah. bit of legends Greg Berlenti mentioned that it's going to be kind of an oceans 11 type show. Uh, and I think that kind of speaks to the fact that you're going to have a large cast. It's going to be, uh, this, this big uh, group of characters coming together. And I think if you do have that anthology aspect where you're rotating characters out, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, one character that I'd like to see rotated into legends and actually rotated into flash is Vixen. Now this is really cool, man. We got this big, uh, uh clip, animated uh, um, trailer for the cw seeds vixen
1: i like that animation
0: man. Yeah, no, the animation style is great and i mean it it looks beautiful it looks like it's going to be an awesome whatever it is i i I still don't know exactly what to call this um but but i will say this man live action it's great that we're seeing the live action characters in this uh in this animated series to kind of help connect the tissue there so to speak and it's great that we've got the same voice actors that's huge as well but man, we need a Vixen cast for uh, for the screen, for the shows as well. Like, it's great to have kind of the crossover from live-action characters to animation. It needs to go both ways. And I think that maybe if this sets up, perhaps for Vixen to be in maybe a season two of Legends of Tomorrow, awesome. Um, I, I really do think, though, you know, I, why, 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 why this? Why not live-action? <laughs> That's the one thing <laughs> that I don't understand. And I get that you could argue the whole... Uh, superpowers and that takes um takes stuff, but not really. Special effects, man. Yeah, I mean for one thing the special effects are through the roof for the flash. So
1: I don't well, Right, but you have a special effects budget, right? And you can budget it for certain things. Legends of Tomorrow, Captain Cold has visual effects, Heat Wave has visual effects, uh Adam's gonna have visual effects. All those people it's have visual fixing. effects.
0: She tucks, she touches her neck her necklace and then she gets the powers of various animals. Like you don't even need to necessarily have anything all that visual. You know what I mean? Like you can be touching it and then have like a the sound of said animal. Like if if she's got like the strength of an elephant or something like that, it's Sure, sure.
1: But I mean, I I, I guess I'd have to see the animation, uh, the animated show first to make that judgment. Because if they do like really cool effects when she gets her powers and things, uh, then. And you don't have that in the t v show I think it might disappoint audiences
0: I guess I don't know I'm, I'm i would i hope though that uh if if anything maybe the the response to vixen will be huge uh so I would say right now, I really do encourage you if if you're not familiar with this uh this show coming to uh the c w seed be sure to keep an eye out for it, watch it and um and let's really kind of throw some support behind this character and getting her from the animated version to the on screen version because um, and I, I, we need We need more heroines we, We've talked about this before We need more heroines on the screen uh, And I think that uh, Vixen would be a great one Absolutely Especially if you're going to have the equity in the character uh, to, to do something like the CWC Well man we're pushing up on time But um, uh, real quick Arrow uh, We got a new costume Which looks fantastic It's uh, a little bit less island Arrow Island A little bit more urban warfare
1: Yeah it looks really cool
0: They announced that both Mr. Terrific and Anarchy are coming um, arrow TV talk, I'm sorry, arrow, green arrow com reports that, uh, Stephen and actually referred to the new costume as green arrow. So while it has not been confirmed, it, the possibility of arrow actually making the jump from just arrow to green arrow, uh, might be on the horizon. And that's, that's pretty huge.
1: Yeah, that'd be really neat. I I, I like the new costume. So I'm really, I'm curious. I hopefully will be caught up to Arrow soon, so I yeah. can start watching it. <laughs> yeah, because I I'm, kind—I'm kind of curious to see where they're going to go with it.
0: Uh, and, and apparently, Scott's mentioning in the chat that there—there uh, there is an episode, perhaps even uh, the first one back—is called Green Arrow. So,
1: yes, season premiere is going to be called Green Arrow.
0: There it is, man. So that's that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, gosh, for. <laughs> Four years, three years to get to uh, to his actual name. How about that? <laughs> Took him a year and a half to get to the actual mask, and uh, and there you go. So we will uh, we will see what happens with that. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that is all the news and rumors and hype and speculation, and everything else from San Diego Comic Con. Um, I think uh, I think that's probably going to do it for this particular episode. Although I want to encourage you guys to do a couple of things. For one thing, if you like Arrow, be sure you're checking out Arrow TV Talk during the hiatus we've been doing that every single week that we don't put out a flash tv talk we put out an episode of arrow tv talk as we go back and watch that series from season one uh also if you if you haven't been checking out our other podcast panel to screen uh do so in fact for the live show we actually are about to do a review of terminator genesis so if y'all want to stick around for that we will be doing that in just a couple of minutes here um and i think that's gonna do it right i think so yeah yeah so um Oh, hey, one last thing you can do. Head on over to uh, iTunes, write us a review. That's a great thing to do. If you like the show, if you want us to keep making these shows, show us. Head over to, to iTunes, write us a review for Flash TV Talk. Every single time we get a multiple of 10, we give away a free digital comic, which means you could win one. So, uh, yeah, do that. Do it today. And um, hopefully, I think, although I cannot confirm, uh, but we will hopefully have one more uh, mid-series or, or mid-hiatus episode coming your way in the near future uh don't have anything necessarily scheduled on the books for that but uh be on the lookout so uh be sure to follow us on twitter at flash tv talk or you can follow our personal accounts i'm at the real Bo york bell is at ring that bell
1: and if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at potastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com.
0: Special thanks goes out to Charlie Bach, who provided our outro music. If you enjoy listening to this, don't worry. We'll be back in a flash.
2: Investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at That's Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com.
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental
1: health facts?